All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, you're one of 12 listeners of the Real Life Podcast, brought to you by Rig Hand Distilleries. This is a very, 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 very special episode of the Real Life Podcast. Jared, what number are we at? 103. 103 bag milk. Unbelievable. This is we haven't done an inter international episode since probably episode 30. We got Wanye here. We got bag milk here. We got Jared here. We got the squire coming at us live from where? I'm in Bondi Beach, Australia. You're in Bondi Beach, Australia. What day is it there? Uh, it is 2031. Yeah. And I believe it's March. <laughs> and what time of day is it? Uh, it is 8.30 in the morning on Tuesday. So it's 2 o'clock, roughly local time, 3 o'clock here. It took us a while to get our shit figured out because you're using the magic of satellites and pagers. You're in. You're here live. It's tomorrow yeah, there. You're living in the future, and you're taking your vacation time by calling in and doing the show. Of course. I think this is a great way to start the day. I'm living really Aussie active lifestyle right now, which... I'm uh, I'm sitting outside of Bondi Beach right now. It's eight thirty in the morning, and the beach is just jammed with people, either surfing or running or skateboarding or doing a bunch of fit shit. So, you know, I get up here now. Just maybe it's jet lag. Get up at like six in the morning. Go crush some avocado toast. Of course, I love avocado toast. Have a cold pressed juice and a bulletproof coffee, and then I just I just I just get my 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 uh, my steps in. I was sitting at the beach yesterday. And uh, I just I just got in. I was looking around I'm like, oh, my God, all these people are so active and fit. And it's just I felt the shame and the guilt. So I just actually started running and I ran for like 30 minutes. because I was like, I got I, like these, I got to be like these people like I just felt shamed into doing it. So it really 
It's a good culture here. What in the actual fuck? One in three Australians make a living as a personal trainer. You know that, and I know that, Jay. I know it's insane, and they make like crazy money doing it. Because everybody wants to be fit for the beach, mate. That's right. On the piss. Has anyone said on the piss since you got down there? Uh, no, and I haven't heard. I haven't heard any reckons yet. But just how you going? Yeah. Uh, a lot of how you goings. Uh, and then uh, what the hell do they say instead of uh, take out to go? Yeah. To go. You seeing any weird yeah. fashions? They're always like three years ahead of us. You seeing like weird capri yeah, pants? Yeah, they're wearing yeah they're wearing oh, pants on the top and shirt. <laughs> Is that what they're doing there right now? Is that yeah, the looking yeah, Bondi? Yeah. Have you seen yeah. anything that you're like, oh, that's not here yet? No, but actually, you want to hear something crazy? We're staying at this hotel. Are you guys familiar with the uh, American actress and niece uh, of famous American actress Emma Roberts? Yes, of course, Julia's niece. Julia's niece. She is staying at the same hotel as us, and she's rolling solo. We keep seeing her like awkwardly, like just she doesn't look like happy. She's just like walking around aimlessly. Uh, I think she's lonely. obviously here for work by herself or something. But be careful, she's man. In her hotel. She beat up her boyfriend. Remember that. Oh no, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know anything about her. Maybe I'll pull I that up. I know she was in Twilight. No, no, no. Emma Roberts like beat her boyfriend up in a hotel room. I might not know oh. my sin number, but I know this to be true. She. Uh, so, are you staying at a fancy hotel, a celebrity hotel? What are you, the richest man? Well, yeah. Okay, so I, I, I have to tell you guys a story. I, I've been, I've been hotel catfished. Oh no. Go on. I gotta walk. You, I gotta walk you through this. So go ahead. I'm, I, I've I've stayed at this hotel before uh, when I've been to to Australia, and I'm like, it's cool. So uh, it was expensive when I stayed here because I was only here for two nights. But I what in August when I was booking the trip, I saw it available through this website called Hotel Quickly. Oh yeah, it was for like it was like 150 bucks a night, and I'm like, like that's a lot of money, but for this hotel, like that's a really good deal. So I book it. So. All in for three nights. It's like five hundred bucks with fees and whatnot. So I book it, and then you know we do the forty-nine million hour travel day to to get here. I wheel into the hotel at like nine p.m. and uh, just exhausted. And uh, they're like, "Oh, uh, they like checking in. Yeah, give them my name. Like, oh, we don't have a reservation. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, well, here's the paper. Here's the reservation number. They go punch it in. They're like. Oh yeah, actually, your reservation's been canceled, and I'm like, "What?" Like, yeah, no, it's it's been canceled. We got an email from the hotel, from the, the the booking service that you used. Uh, it's been canceled, and uh, you don't have a room. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, all I want to do at this point, they is keep your money. Yeah, I, I already pay. I, I paid for it back in August. Oh, this is why so, I never book a trip before an hour before I leave. Never get happen to me. Oh. So then I, I go, we go and talk to like the, the concierge person who's being so nice. I can tell that I'm like, I initially just want to like curl up in a ball and cry. Or, like, <laughs> you win Australia. Throw, you or win. throw something through a window. Like I'm just like going through both, like just an emotional roller coaster. So guys like, okay, well let's look into this. I give them all my paper. I'm like, see, I paid. I'm like, you got to give me a credit or something. He's like, well, it's, it's booked through these guys. He's like, what I can do is like, we do have a room available. It's not the room that you booked. It's a suite. It's double the price. I'll give you fifteen percent off. Fifteen like, or fifty? Oh God, fifteen. <laughs> Whatever. He's doing what he can. He's trying to save you. True, true, money. true. You can see, I'm clearly pissed off. So then we go and do a search um, about hotel quickly, and it's just a bunch of people bitching about how it's a scam, about how when you book through these guys, what they do is they'll reserve your hotel 
for you. And then two days before you show up or a day before you show up, they cancel it. Don't pay for it. Keep your money. <laughs> so criminals, man, Nigerian prince, catfished hotel. You know what this damned, is? These are all the guys on the gold coast, Jay, rolling around in Range Rovers. This is how they make their money. They're just steroids and they're and they're the Gold Coast near there, Jared. Like it's like Jim Tan laundry Jersey Shore, but Australian version. Uh, When you're walking around the streets, everyone's juiced and everyone's riding around in Range Rovers. This explains how they're paying for that shit, Jay. They're just going back to their uh, roots as criminals, I find. They're scammers. (laughs) Except for Josh. Oh, yeah. Is that, is they're just operating within their exact roots of what the whole nation stood <laughs> exactly. for 300 years ago. I but, ran uh, a Toonie Scooney yeah. on him, I did, and he never uh, got to stay in the good hotel. So, so now I have to go through, like, the fraud, scam, dispute deal with my credit card company. They're willing to help, but I got to, like, do all of these. I got to make all these attempts to try and get my money back through them before they can do anything. So, anyways, that's... Uh, don't trust the internet, man. That, yeah, so I'm. Uh, I've, I've spent my whole trip budget now in just hotels on my first three days of a 29 day trip. <laughs> For real? No, well, no, but oh, it's, it, it feels like it. Initially, yeah, no, it did when sure. I was curled up in a ball in the lobby crying. I'm like, oh, my money's gone. You know, this reminds me of bag milk. This reminds me of when we went to Amsterdam together and we met Josh and Sam and those boys from Australia. We go to like the Ramada of Amsterdam and. We're, we're sharing a room on the road and both our shit gets broken into and I lose like 50 euros. I'm like, oh, no, 50 euros just got nicked because that's how you talk in Amsterdam. What'd you get robbed for, Jay? 700. Oh, and my Ooh, first wow. thought was no one's going to care about me getting robbed. Everyone's <laughs> just going to care about Jay. Oh, you, well, got, you just you got bamboozled. You, you, we, we, I used to travel just being like, you know, had all the trust in the world. I would take out all of my, because I also wanted, if you have all your cash, you know where you're at at all times. True, so true. All my, I take out all the money. I think I had like 1,200 <laughs> euros or something, and I put it all in my pocket, and it came with me all over the place, except for when I put it in the safe in this hotel in Amsterdam Rob. to come in, and then it's been stolen. And then we, I all, well, and, and, and Wanya and I, I think, let's uh, have some theories about how it could have been an inside job. Oh, for sure so it was. all these, oh, yeah, yeah. For sure, it was an inside job. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, this time this is uh, this is an outside internet scam, and uh, I uh, I bit. Well, as an internet businessman, I tip my cap to the guys that travel friendly or whatever it was. You got them good. Well done, boys. Well, well done. done. Yeah, that's a good haul. Yeah. Seven hundred bucks. friendly. Yeah. yeah. I uh, if if there's anything I want to do right now. Everyone, it's a plug. Please use Hotel Friendly. I was just going to say, know, this they, segment is brought to you by our rates. new advertiser, <laughs> Travel so, Friendly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they got great rates, and uh, yeah, you, you won't be disappointed. They only scam if you losing, some of the if time. losing a bunch of money is not being disappointed. Yeah, well, the times they don't scam you, you get great value. Exactly. <laughs> now, Bag Milk looked up Emma Roberts and started gasping and laughing. Yeah, she uh, allegedly, in my opinion, and according to Gawker in 2013, beat the shit out of her co-star or her former boyfriend. Oh, they had a uh, in Montreal or something, right? It uh, doesn't have a location in this specific article, it was but it was they Montreal. had a hotel concerned hotel guests heard some shenag- shenanigans coming out of their room, decided to call the front desk. And when they went up for a wellness check, the young man was left bloodied and bruised. Ooh. Do not approach Emma Roberts. Well, she's this tiny little thing. Like, geez, but she must be fierce. <laughs> is, is her dad Eric? Yeah. Her dad is Eric. Uh, and best of the best. Yes. She learned all the moves. He's got all the moves. Oh, the Eric Kung Roberts Fu is strong. Badass. 
Yeah. Eric Roberts is a badass, not just because he was in that one Mariah Carey video where she leaves him at the altar. Oh, so he's Julia Roberts' brother. Oh, yes. this makes so much yeah, sense because yeah, I can yeah, see yeah. the He's a hardcore dude, man. He's he a is, hardcore man. party animal. Do not approach Emma Roberts. When officers approached her room after the complaint, they opened the door and saw her boyfriend, uh, last name Peters, with a bloody nose and covered in bite marks. La la. In Montreal, too. Fun, fun Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, that's just, that is just Montreal. Yeah. That's just Rue Saint Laurent on a Friday night. <laughs> yeah. If you're not getting beat up and bit in Montreal, then you're not in Montreal. <laughs> Are you even in Montreal? <laughs> yeah. Fox, so what do you you were you able to watch the oil on the weekend? So, well, so the game was at two p.m. here, which is like, well, yeah, plus it's like twenty nine degrees. I was fucking melting my ass off yesterday, but yeah, it's uh, the game's at two p.m. So I'm just and I'm trying to run strictly Wi Fi game here. Got it. You got uh, it. So I'm just like popping in and out of cafes or free Wi Fi hotspots, checking on the score, and I'm watching like I'm like. What the fuck is going? Like, I need I need you guys to help walk me through what happened because all I could see was power play goal, power play goal, power play goal, power play goal, and then I go and look at the penalties and it's like delay of game, delay of game, delay of game. Like is like what the fuck was going on? Like what happened? The boys had a very good time clearing the puck over the glass last night. Any chance oh, like they clean, got there? Clean over the glass. Oh yeah. Any chance they... I like to think of them as looking at kids out in the crowd, and those kids were like, I'd really like a puck as a souvenir. And the Oilers being the good boys yeah. that they are, yeah, they just helped them out. They fired one over the glass and right to a waiting fan that was very thrilled to get a prize. Nothing better than a oh. puck wired at you by an NHL player. Keep you on your toes, like, I'll tell you that much. Uh, so what I would see is like, it, I, I, would, I, I would see it be like, okay, Vancouver's on the power play, and like literally I'd go and hit like refresh, and it was like, bang, goal. Yeah, they had about, in two straight power plays, they scored within the first 15, 20 seconds of each power play. Jesus. Yeah, it was brutal. Are you going so on? How did, the, how did the guys look? Okay, remove the power play situation uh, or penalty kill situation that they're in. With five on five, were they, were they applying the pressure? The first period, it was very evenly played. I thought Connor's line looked really good. He was doing Connor things, and everybody was getting excited. However, the the penalties really derailed everything. The guys were getting frustrated. Like you were actually seeing Connor get pissed off on the ice when you don't normally see that. Oh, and then, well, that's and then such a buzzkill. Totally buzzkill. Any, any, kills any chance of momentum. Well, yeah. I mean, if you spend ten minutes in the penalty box, chances of you winning not ideal. And then Hitchcock he came out after the game and said that the hooking and slashing and grabbing on Connor is absolutely crazy. He was getting manhandled and getting no calls as per tradition. Yet a sneeze could knock over a Canucks player and they would get a penalty for it. So that's how last night went. Uh, so it was a charity game for Vancouver. Yes. Yes. And then even worse, I think personally, the worst part about it was Elias Peterson or Pedersen scored on the power play. And that sent Canucks fans into a tizzy of saying he's better than Connor McDavid, flooding the comment section at the nation. Just a, an annoying night all around. I'll tell you one thing about that Peterson. He's got a goblin head. I he saw, looks like Daddy Longneck. I saw a photo of him, <laughs> for real, and he has a new track out, so you know that's hot. Oh, yeah. I saw him on After Hours, and it was a screenshot, and I was like, oh, that's mean. They took the screenshot and like widened it so that his head looked comically unproportionate. And then I went and looked proportional. And then I found it, and that's just actually how he looks. Yeah, showed he licked the neck. Call me and next up. And he's just on such, such a small frame too. Like he's just a 
Like you would never think this kid is a hockey player when you saw him in a suit. If your forehead is four times as wide as your chin, <laughs> you got something <laughs> going on. Well, here's here's my take on Vancouver fans thinking he's better than McDavid. Let him have that. Let him put the pressure on management and ownership so they can pay him to be better than McDavid and then never be better than McDavid. And then we're looking at McDavid on our books at $12.5 million, and we have the deal of the century. Well, these these fan-fueled idiot contracts are going to go to Matthews and Pedersen, you know, bloat their salary cap and fuck them for years to but come. But let's be real, though. Like, all hating aside, and I hate the Canucks more than I could hate most of my enemies, Pedersen's legit. It was it, The shot oh, yeah. was crazy. He's a very, very good player. Yeah. But boy, is a goblin head. I'll tell you. Jay, I'll tell you, he's daddy long neck. We got to go to break for side a second by side. Here. Oh, well, we should do a side by side. We will do a side Let's by side. Let's do a side by side. Uh, Jay, what are you looking at right now? Then we got to go to break. Tell us before we go to break. I'm just staring at Bondi Beach. I'm, I'm once again being inspired by all these crazy fit Australians that are running or walking or drinking their cold pressed juice and being active uh, here on the beach. So I'm just chilling, waiting for the sun to come out. It's a little bit gloomy, but uh, I've got good visuals in front of me. I sent you a photo. Okay. Kind of show you kind of this the setting for which I'm speaking at. And, okay. Uh, well, we'll take a yeah. look here. We'll be back after the break. Real life podcast. Have you got holes to dig, earth to pack, and roads to build? Then you need to call Jabba Machinery Group. Does your equipment need a service? You can't fix stupid, but here at Jabba Machinery Group, we can fix everything else with a full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly. Jabba Machinery Group is a family-operated and Alberta-grown business. Here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at JappaMachinery.com. Jappa Machinery Group. Join the family. <laughs> so think about that, Jay. You're listening to Josh pretending to be Canadian in Australia while piping back to Canada to do a Canadian show. The world is a crazy place. <laughs> Nobody needs to be anywhere anymore. You can do anything from anywhere and you can do nothing from anywhere. When did you meet up with Noobsy? Yeah, yeah, have you have you met the, uh, the boys? Yeah, no, no, we uh, we fly up to Brizzy tomorrow. Sick. Are you staying with them? Yeah, we're staying at uh, yeah Josh and Nurse's new house. Beautiful, beautiful. Long time thirteen listeners of the show will remember Josh Brown as being longtime nation friend, nation team member, still working remote from Brisbane for the squad. Nation gear model, nation extraordinaire, Japa ad yeah, guy. Ad. Well, that's the whole point of why I came to Australia. I got to do Josh's uh, annual review. How come we didn't all get to go? Well, it's it's uh, we only have the budget for one man. Yeah, true. And I'm blowing all of our budget on hotels. I'm not saying <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I send in for hey boy, send more money. I blew it all on my hotel catfish. <laughs> another another day in Australia. Another continental person coming ashore and being fleeced. Oh yeah. How are the movies on the flight over? Okay. Oh, what did I? Yeah, no, I watched. It's it's amazing because you fly for so long, and you just warp your brain and burn your eyes out watching movies. I watched the original Blade Runner because I had never seen it. Classic. Uh, yeah, it was classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's good shit. Uh, Mission Impossible. The new one. I watched the the new one. I watched uh, the original Mary Poppins to prep myself for the new and up and coming. <laughs> That's Mary smart. Poppins. You got to do your research. Yeah. That's good movie watching. Well. I don't know, like, I, like so, like, I, I like Audrey Hepburn. Like, I always think like she's like an ultra babe, so I got like a poster of her. But Mary Poppins, Julie Andrews, is a mega babe. And Timeless. The fact, 
that, and the fact that they casted Emily Blunt as the new Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins might be the hottest character ever of all time oh. for all iterations of her. What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't. Know. Maybe it's maybe it's got a thing for ladies and umbrellas. I don't know. <laughs> you used to have a serious situation with a lady from Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we're just we're just carrying on this catfish theme, aren't we? Well, I think so. This is a good story, Bagma. Where are we driving back from, Moose Jaw? Uh, yeah, we're driving back from Moose Jaw and I swear we stopped in like Saskatoon and this is going to be like pre camera phone. So, oh, three, oh, four. We're doing something like this. And it was it was a phone call, wasn't it, Jay? Yeah, it was a phone call. He got a, he, he got a wrong number driving and was just like exuding confidence as a young man does and ends up turning a wrong number into a date. Oh, nice. Because why, Jay? Well, after hours of conversation, <laughs> <laughs> Put, there was talk of appearance, and she went out and said that she looks like Audrey Hepburn. Oh. Now, to my comment before, where I think Audrey Hepburn's a mega babe, I'm like, well, I've got to see this. we got to do this. This is before Tinder, you up. see. This is how you had to do it. You exactly. just dial random people's phone numbers and try to exactly. like put together like, some magic. Yeah, like D. Smith. Oh, that's got to be a babe. Okay. <laughs> So now you've shifted, so, and, and Julie Andrews as Mary Poppins is the hottest character in a movie of all time. All time. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. So did the woman look like Audrey Hepburn? Well, we're oh, out of time yeah. this week. That's a real-life podcast <laughs> brought to you by uh, yeah, Travel I'll, I'll, Lightly. I'm cutting out. So, okay, okay, okay. Okay, I got to be I gotta be very polite here. Um, she did not look like Audrey Hepburn, but she tried to dress up as Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> From Breakfast at Tiffany's, the best she wore a black Hepburn. dress, yeah. the hair. She wore up. a black dress and like some version. It wasn't a pearl, white pearl necklace, but it was a white necklace across her neck. So she tried to look the part. I oh, thought you were going to say didn't. she looked like Audrey Hepburn now. Oh no! <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh. Wow. oh, but I know we, we we get it. We go up, we meet up, and all I want to do is just be like, "You don't look like Audrey Hepburn." You. You just took my hotel money and ran with it. <laughs> I remember well, being so, I was so impressed. I'm like, I cannot believe this guy has the, has the juice to turn a wrong number into a date. Well, let's be honest. The drive from Moose to Edmonton is long. Very dull. And, you know, just to, just to have an audience to talk with someone is, is, is very nice. Lovely. So, you know, you just take advantage because you got You got to kill the time when you're driving through the flat prairies you can't pull these scams off in 2019 you'd just be like what's your name what do you look like facebook boom lie deconstructed bye bye click before you even got to the battlefords (laughs) (laughs) now you you had to live your whole life and oh man i'll tell you catfishing bag yourself out there yeah you gotta let them know you're there you gotta let them know you're there so so anyone so anyone out there of you 12 or 13 listeners call me you ask for it i will send it to you blindly any kind of thing. Yeah. I'll come meet you for, for any kind of date. Boy, human, girl, robot, <laughs> uh, blow up dolls, you know, tortoise. What you lack in standards, you make up in volume. I will show up. I will buy you a delicious meal of food <laughs> and then never see you again. Uh, delicious seafood dinner. Oh, are you going to go to a Porto's while you're down there? The best chicken restaurant chain in the world? Well, I have got to go to the, as they 
call it the CBD, yeah. uh, where Oporto's is there on, uh, what is it, King Street or yeah. whatever? Uh, so I, I, we're heading there later this afternoon, so maybe I'll, I'll pop in. You ever go to uh, Oporto's bag milk? Try it. No, I did not. It's like chick- It's like Chick-fil-A, but in Australia. Okay. And they've got okay. this hot sauce that they put on it. And when we found it, I ate there two meals a day, three days in a row. You know what? When you find a good spot. Hit it. You just got it. You got to hit it. You never know when you'll be back. You got to go to Oporto's, Jay. Do it for those of us who are sitting at Little Brick. I'll do my best. I, I will do my best. I'll, I'll hit it up. I, I I know we're heading there this afternoon, so I'll do it for Wanya. Because I remember when Wanya and I were here, I think he hit it, he, I think he hit it like for every meal of the day. <laughs> Are you going to drink a box of wine? Are you going to drink a box of wine, then blow up the goon and then lie on it as a pillow? Slap the goon before you empty, of course. The goon bag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going, so I I have the honor of doing Christmas in Toowoomba, which is like the moose jaw of Australia. Amazing. I think, like, I I also think it's like the uh, epicenter of the goon bag. uh, What's it called? Slap the goon bag? Or what the hell they call that game? Yeah, slap the goon. Got some weird. Slap the goon. Slap the goon. Yeah. That's for. Australians are perplexing people. We live with them, Josh and Sam, twin brothers, and they would have all these sayings. It was like, well, should we just go to the park and slap the goon? I'm like, I do not know what any of that means. That is not the king's English. Oh, you don't know what slap the goon is? Every story with, oh, you don't know what that means? Are you going to play that game at the bar in Toowoomba, Jay, where there's the string with the horseshoe and then the nail? Oh, yes. Mm. Yes, I forgot about that. Yes, I am going to play that. They got this like OG game. It's like a dart game. And there's a string that holds like a horseshoe. And then there's a nail on the wall and you swing the horseshoe out. And you have to like get the like cadence and the rhythm right. And it lands on the nail. Then everyone at the Toowoomba bar goes, you're the man. Except that when we were there, no one was there. (laughs) Is there any plan to check out some Aussie sports, Jay? Uh, Well, we're going to do some drunk barefoot lawn bowling uh, at some point. Of course. Uh, uh, there's a big cricket match, but it's played in Melbourne on uh, Boxing Day, so I'm not going to be there to see it. But tradition is you watch it on television, and I, I believe you say drink bulk piss. Is mm-hmm. that what you say here? You slap the goon. Uh, slap the goon. So uh, we got that teed up. Uh, going to do a little golf. Uh, AFL's out of season, but I'll probably go to the footy oval and try to kick some kind of try goal, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Anything going yeah, on with the Panthers? I, I will. I, well, I am gonna. I am gonna attempt again to surf. I just not gonna do it at Bondi Beach because it's like where all like the pro surfers are, and I don't want the embarrassment because I have to use a board the size of a Cadillac Escalade <laughs> just so I can get up and stay up on it. So I can't. Uh, I can't. I can't show myself up against all these guys in these like crazy short boards. I wouldn't that, trust uh, the waters if Emma. Waves. If Emma Roberts is around, I wouldn't go surfing. That chick will come out of the water. Yeah. She's a biter. She's well, a biter. You already know. So, like, You've been warned. I, I didn't know that. Like I, I, you know, I was coming to Australia to be fearful of sharks, sharks, snakes, sharks, spiders. But actually, I'm really here, and I'm afraid of Emma Roberts. <laughs> She's the apex predator here. She is. There's like, oh, we got poisonous snakes. We got spiders. What kills the rest? What's at the top of the food chain? Well, Emma Roberts is Emma visiting. Roberts. That's why she's by herself, man. That's right. I keep I keep seeing her by herself and she sits on the couch in the lobby she's always in the lobby and she's just like distressed and I'm like what's going on like and people are like because I didn't know who she was um, and uh, all these people are trying to like hey hey like try to stop her and she's kind of walking by so you gotta get her on your insta buddy get it for the gram get it for the gram you gotta be on your insta yeah we'll see do an uh, an interview I'm afraid she might kick the shit out of me if I ask her a photo remember when you saw Courtney Cox in Ireland 
Oh, yeah, 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 in England. Yeah, yeah. I, England. Did, I, had, I was at a dinner with her. So strange. One thing Courtney Cox was doing, she was crushing cigarettes. Unbelievable. Her and her lead singer boyfriend from Snow Patrol. Oh, that's right. So, she went the rock and roll road. So, boys, I need I need my fill here before I I tap out. <laughs> so, what do the what do the Oilers have on the dock? I just need some Oilers information because I need to know how am I thinking? Because I can't. I'm hopefully going to be streaming some games while I'm here. Do you need help um, with that? Do you know how to do the Oilers Reddit streams and all that shit? Yeah, oh yeah, you told me about that. And Nipsey also knows that. So once I get hooked up with Josh and the Brown Boys, we'll be streaming games like crazy. Uh, and also, uh, for any of you who may know, uh, at T-Fence will be joining us too in Australia. <laughs> and so we'll be uh, wearing uh, wearing our nation gear with pride. Actually, yesterday I was wearing, like, I bought this Oilers uh, Hawaiian, like, Tommy Bahama shirt. Don't even and get was, me started was, about if this is a good idea or not, oh. but keep talking. Oh, it's amazing. It looks, I was, it at, looks I was at this bar in Manly Beach yesterday, and this bartender's like, did someone dare you to wear that? I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> you look Do like you you're already... Do you know who this team is? You look and like you're going like, to Margaritaville. From Calgary. Oh, please. Oh, well, now, of Fuck course. you. Uh, yeah. So I spat in her face and threw Emma Roberts at her. Yeah. So I paid her $15 for a beer and smiled and left embarrassed <laughs> how's the service there crappy right oh god you're just always chasing except for this one bar it was they're, they're all very nice but like you're just chasing everything you're chasing to pay you're chasing to get your next thing like we're at the we're at the opera house last night at this cool like bar right on the water and you're just like every time you gotta get up like you have a server and they don't they're not dedicated to you. They just bounce around table to table to table and just enter orders and that's it so like you're just waiting, you're just you're just in the queue at all times to be I, served. I remember when I went there the first time, and who was I there with? I can't remember. Oh, Joshy, and Josh is like, yeah, you know, in Australia, it's not like in Canada where no one makes any money, and then you rely on tips. Here, everyone's paid top dollar, and we're like, okay, and we go to the bar, and then sat there, and literally forty minutes went by with no service. And I was like, is this oh. the utopia you described? You lying. Well, they make like fifty grand a year. Yeah. No tips to, to, to piss you off. <laughs> like it's just it's so funny, but the rare so rarely you, you you find a good one. Like I, I will tip, but like uh, I I but I'm not running a lot of cash. I'm running credit cards, so I always just hit the tap so I can't get tips in. Because hopefully I want to get their attention for the next one. You gotta you gotta yeah. stand apart from the and crowd yeah. if, if you're sitting in a room and no tippers. But it's hard to tip when a beer costs eight hundred million dollars. Oh, I know, I know. Uh- I like the restaurants they have there where you can just bring your own beers in. That's good living. Bring your what? Bring your own BYOB, buddy. Bring your own beers on in. Grab oh, yourself wow. a box of wine. Have yourself a nice dinner. Fantastic. Oh, nice. All right, so what do you want to do? You want to dip? You want to keep talking? What do you want to do here? Oh, I just, I just, I want to, I just, I want you guys to kind of bring me up to speed here in terms of like, I'm going to be watching some hockey over here over the next few days, but like, are we still are we still feeling good about the team? Like I know we 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 are on a crazy tear and we just lost to Vancouver, which we shouldn't have done. But uh, are we still feeling positive? Like yesterday was just kind of like an outlier. Like it was just this weird penalty bullshit. Like the team's still the squad's still looking good. Chase on still the answer. Um, Koskinen still saving pucks, albeit unorthodoxly. Yeah, I mean I still How feel good. Feeling? Oilers are still in a playoff spot despite yesterday's loss. You know what I mean? You shake it off. You move on. They're playing the Blues tomorrow. That's a must-win game. Blues suck. We're hoping for two big points. Then they play Tampa on Saturday. That's going to be a tough one. And that ends off the pre-Christmas. At home. 
Yes. Is, well, are we are we are we catching Tampa on a back to back? I don't believe so. So we'll have to we'll have to hope that Koskinen is just lights out. He looked human last night. I don't know if that's going to damper your spirits, but he looked human last night. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think well, I think if we went, I guess like, I'm 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 away and kind of removed, so I'm not as emotionally like in Iowa. I'm always emotionally invested, but connected. And I think it's good because I'm still like got a very positive mindset. Where like if we if we let a bad goal in, I think our season's over when I'm at home watching on TV or if I'm at Rogers. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm able to kind of keep in a positive mind space, but I wanted to kind of hear your take. But for God's sakes, can Calgary and Vegas stop fucking winning? Well, this is the problem. All of a sudden, everybody in the Pacific woke up amazing. Oh, God. Like, we just... We're, we we, 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 we got we to gotta, we gotta zig and zag with these fuckers, not zag and zag. Yeah, everybody you in know, the we Pacific need to get some is... Traction. Everybody in the Pacific is basically on a two, three, four game winning streak. So it's, she's she's real tight here leading up to Christmas. That's how she goes in yeah, 2018. See, yeah. Well, you know, though, at least we get to at least I get to glue to myself to the standings and see. You know, like I'm always doing the math. Well, if they win the game, this game, they're going to be in second in the Pacific, and then I'm factoring in fucking row for God's sake. So I'm just like delving deep into the stats on my on my app here for uh, the standings app. It's uh, it's it's a good place to be. You're good. You're That's doing important. God's work on the road. I'll tell you what. You fly <laughs> well, that you know, Tommy Bahama to... old man flag. If you want to get yourself some Crocs, get yourself some Crocs. Check out of the sexual rat race altogether. It just float on by. Well, all the Aussie guys run Birkenstocks, and I never thought I would be compelled to do it, but I'm thinking about it. That's where they're different than us this time. It's that they're wearing Birkenstocks. Yeah, yeah they're crud. Yeah, they're rough. And, and a lot of, so, okay, the fashion things, yes. They're wearing a lot of Birkenstocks. Yeah. And uh, Deus, uh, that brand Deus, that like kind of motorcycle D-U- street D- brand. D E U X, that one. What do you call it D E U S. That's um, Deus. I you can't, you can't Deus. Yeah, you can't swing a cat without hitting someone wearing female or male something Deus. I know you've only been there for a little while, but are you inspired to buy a Ute? <laughs> Actually, I'm looking at the street right now, and a Ute just rolled by me. Uh, El Camino's everywhere, for those who don't know what a Ute is. I just don't get how that's a thing here. No, they're ridiculous. But they don't really have large trucks there, though, do they? Uh, So the biggest thing, so they've got... um, So the Ford Ranger just made a comeback in North America, but uh, and obviously it is in Australia, because I see a lot of the Ford Rangers, which is just like like a truck version of a Ute. Like it looks like a Ute, but it also kind of looks like a small, small truck. So that's my that's my that's my that's my vehicle report, my Australian vehicle report for you. All right, we'll, well keep your head. Jared's giving me the finger guns here, which means we got to go to break. So you keep it real, you keep it one hundred down there. We'll come back on next week, and maybe we'll see what's happened to you. How's that sound? All right. Well, good good luck uh, uh, closing out the show. Uh, you too. Hopefully, uh, my straight Aussie rants about what I'm doing, what I'm seeing, was entertaining. For it's fun. It's like we found anyone. you. It's like we found you to have a catch up, as we say down under. Except we played the catch up for all 14 of our listeners. Awesome. It's real life, all right, boys. Well, all right, buddy. Uh, Stay safe. You guys have a good week. Say hi and, to Nupsy. Uh, let's go, Oilers. Yeah, oh, hi to yeah, Nupsy. We'll hi do. to Sam. Say hi to everybody. We'll do, boys. All right. See you later, buddy. Bye bye. Real Life Podcast, back after this. SumoJerky.com. You've been through the gas station. You've seen all the flavors, teriyaki, black pepper, 
Maybe extra hot, sweet chili. That's about as exotic as it gets. But if you subscribe to Sumo Jerky at sumojerky.com, check them out online, enter your preferences. They source out the finest small batch handcrafted ma and pa jerky from all over the world. They have all your favorite flavors, but it's high quality handcrafted versions of your favorite flavors, and they get exotic as well. Exotic jerky from exotic animals, or play it straight and stick with beef. Enter your preferences at Sumo jerky.com it shows up once a month deliver it as a gift if you like have it sent to your work for a little pick-me-up during the day sumo jerky.com follow them on instagram at sumo jerky for pictures of their meat or sign up for the service yourself sumo jerky.com once a month meat delivered right to your door it's the home delivery service you didn't realize you need until it started showing up my favorite day of the month is sumo jerky delivery day sumo jerky.com to get started boy oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy what a show what a show international guest jay downton walking around the streets of bondi beach talking on his phone like a crazy person the dedication to craft that picture he sent us yesterday he went full dad mode oh yeah listen i know you were joking about the crocs thing no i'm not he looked like he was wearing crocs if this mfr as we say has a kid (laughs) in the next 24 months I will maintain till the day I'm dead that his brain knew he was going to become a dad and started like changing him into a dad before the kid arrived. Dad in it. And he's like, you know, it doesn't look so bad. These here chino pants. I'm like, what in the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> he's got those strap sandals with socks on. I guarantee it. He didn't show us the bottom half of that picture. No. Buddy. And he goes like, oh, no, it's awesome, man. Like the whole Tommy Bahama line is awesome. Like, no, it isn't, man. What are you talking about? This is crazy people talk. He's this is how people t-bus. talk before they get the bloody white on white new balances and pull their tube socks up to the top of their calves because they like the support. It's like he was a waiter at Margaritaville. Yeah. Yeah. We should great. put a photo up. Can we put yeah, the photo yeah, up? We'll throw yeah, a photo. yeah, yeah. We'll throw the photo up. My God in heaven. So now we can talk about some real shit. So I don't feel quite so like we have to talk about important stuff because there's a guy on the phone in another country. <laughs> big, big day in music. Huge day. Daddy long neck and thick neck. And thick that neck's heat. a new guy. He's like a guy who got arrested and has a real thick neck. Yeah. It's to me what's amazing about it is how World Star can turn you into a thing with just a post or two. Yeah. Yep. And now those dudes like long neck has 1.3 million followers on Instagram. Is he monetizing though? I don't know how many cameo hits he's getting. Yeah. But he's doing cameo for sure. <laughs> is he? Oh, yeah. And he's got his merch. He's got some merch. I saw he pulled the t-shirts down. I was going to get us some long nice. neck tees. Nice. That would have been a nice touch. Yeah, it would have been really nice. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. And Can't like, keep him in stock. What's that? Can't keep him in stock, I guess. I had no. to pull him down. It's like, it's like social media has gone insane. It's just a free-for-all. And like people are rising and falling a moment later. Little Tay's being blamed for XXX Tension's death. Yeah, it's oh, the Do whole... you watch American Meme? Uh, the American Meme? Yeah, I watched some of it. Oh, yeah. It's weird. Crazy. That no, what was his name? Uh, Kirill. Yeah, Kirill. Yeah. He's not he's having like, a good time. He's like, oh, I'm not enjoying myself. Oh, you think so? You've been doing Molly seven days a week and drinking champagne <laughs> out of girls' butts <laughs> as you fly around the world to derate strip clubs, yeah. and then four years later, you wonder why your sadness is taken over. It's because you're chemically chemically incapable of making melatonin. It's really interesting. Melatonin. Though. No, wait. What's the happy one? Serotonin. Serotonin. Yeah, yeah. Mel- her sister. <laughs> Not Mel. Her Skin sister, pigment. Sarah. No, Sarah. Yeah, melatonin. I thought, was, so pale. I thought it was really interesting, though, to have like a behind the scenes look at what these social stars yeah. are like. Like that girl, the Vine girl. Mm. When they took away Vine, they took away her world. She can't get acting gigs. All of a sudden, she's engaged to Tommy Lee. You gotta be. What else are you going to do to keep them keep relevant? Yeah, it's crazy. 
Great documentary if you haven't seen it. But back to the point at hand. I've been dealing with meme lords a lot lately for sumo jerky. Go on. And, you know, I was watching Gary Vee. You know you do. And he goes, social media is so underpriced. And like everything with Gary Vee, I'm like, what the hell does that mean? So I wrote it down and tried to figure it out. Basically, what he's saying is there's a lot of people on Instagram with a lot of reach right now, but no one's spending any money to get advertising from them. And you don't really know if this reach translates into actual sales for whatever particular product. Like you could take random meme Lord X and try and sell something and it might sell and something else might not. And so these guys like they, they have this reach and they make no cash like whatsoever. But it's weird because like they get DM'd all the time with scams, kind of like with meow posts. Nobody will answer an email or a Facebook message because it's all scams. But there's like no real money moving through the ecosystem. So I spent like a grand U.S. on meme lord ads and they're just putting up sumo jerky ads. And I got like a hilarious like kids at Christmas, real kids opening presents that are clearly not jerky. And I put jerky on it as the thing because we have a budget of one penny. And like I posted three or four and then all of a sudden people started DMing me. Because you're working with some sizable accounts, too. Yeah, like 600,000 followers and shit like Chances that. Chances are, if you're listening to this and you follow any of these dudes on Instagram, you're talking to them. Yeah, like we're working with uh, Dougie House. Classic. Who's a good guy. Yep. Uh, Pablo Picasso. Go on. Pretty amazing. 600,000 followers. Chill Blinton. Oh, the best. Yeah. He's doing, a, he's doing a post today or tomorrow. Chill Blinton. And they got a whole set of rules around it. They're like, oh, I tried, I tried to post. And 10 minutes later, I had to take it down because there weren't enough likes. Like, they're really wired into their accounts and how they perform. No one's making any money. Yeah, that's it's interesting. just bizarre. Is that a product of they don't know what they have or that nobody is spending money? I think it's both, right? I think it's like, you know, when we started doing The Nation, we we're talking to bloggers all the time, right? And bloggers had like, I have my 500 visitors a day. I write my article once a day. Everybody agrees with me. You can kiss my ass. I'm never going to come work for you. And I'd rather work for free than get paid to work for the man. Right. So with meme lords, I think it's like they got a ton of spam. They can't figure out what's real and what's fake. Most of it's fake. You got to get like a trusted introduction from another meme lord being like this guy's actually paying out or they see that you're doing a meme ad on one of their friends accounts because they all roll in crews too right so what they do is they all comment on each other's photos and then they'll shout each other out on their accounts and it's like how they get enough content to be posting 15 fucking times a day some of these guys it's insane how much they're posting but it's really interesting and then at god dm'd me Uh yeah you sent me a screenshot that's the best oh man so i'm like talking and we're having a meeting about it and i'm like well we've laid our trap and we've spent all our money with influencers. It's in the internet gods hands now. Cause I always talk about the internet gods. And then like an hour later at God on Instagram, DM me being like, Hey, you want to buy an ad? I'm like, Holy shit. Yes, sir. Are you really God? So are these dudes generally good to work with or. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Like here's the photo. Here's the caption. If you want to rewrite it in your own language, do it. Here's your money. PayPal to you in advance. They don't give you a moment's credit. Like, if you think you're paying a meme lord and on credit, forget it. That's not happening, right? They want their cash DM to them before they uh, do anything. But it's working. Like, we've got, I think we've done seven or eight posts right now, and I've got, like, 50 more scheduled before Christmas. It's going to be a carpet bombing wow. of sumo jerky ads. Yeah, buddy. See what happens. Move them units. God DM me. You don't have that happen every day. That's so huge. Good. Huge. So good. I think it's super interesting how they have like their own little set of rules that like they're like the skulls almost. Like if you want to be brought in, you need somebody else to bring you yeah. in and like vouch for you. And there's always like we take the post down after 24 hours. Like why? That's how it's done. Well, we don't do that. The nation, if you buy a sponsored post with us, it's up for all eternity. Sure. And I'm like, I don't want that. 
And they're like, then no deal. What the fuck? You wow. don't want your money? No. Gatekeeping. All right. Get so it. I play by your rules. I'm the sumo jerky guy. I'm not the meme lord. And then it's really cool because now I've only got like 800 followers, but like eight of them are meme lords. That is dope. I wonder if you'll get how many residual follows your followers you will get because people going through their following. Like, who are these guys checking out? So I'm testing it. So like I have the caption like, oh, get the best beef jerky club of the month, blah, 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 three, six, 12 months, whatever it is. And then the bottom half is like, follow our friends at Sumo Jerky. They're giving away a subscription on Christmas Eve. I don't know if this shit's going to work. Nobody's following. Because really all right now I see is Fashion Nova. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. I see those jack off devices that Tinder versus reality keeps hawking. Yeah. Adam and Eve. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's, and it's like D-list, cl- like their own clothing brands and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even if, like, I try and do it, like, calculate like I would an ad, right? So, like, I know how much it's costing me for my Facebook ads for a thousand people, your CPM, your cost per thousand people. I know how much it's costing me for my Google AdWords campaigns. I can see this. And I can calculate, like, I could put a million, I could put ads in front of a million people on Facebook and it might take me, you know, two days and it might cost me, I don't know, $800. I can go to like at Pablo Picasso times two and do it for a lesser price. And that's well, where it was, Gary V saying social media is underpriced. I believe it. Fitness people and like hot chicks, they're getting inbound requests for like makeup and all this types of shit. But like there aren't really a lot of male influencers, right? And shocking that sumo jerky is not traditionally bought by a lot of ladies. Uh, we're going after male influencers and there's nobody buying ads. Well, going back to the American meme, I thought it was interesting how they kind of said or that there was that one guy who was a CEO or in marketing or something like that. I don't remember specifically, but he was just like, why wouldn't I use this market to try and reach people? Because people aren't really watching TV all that much anymore. True, man. What are we talking about? It's true. Scrolling through your phone, especially kids. Like I have a niece. She's 16. She doesn't watch TV. She's on YouTube and on her on Instagram. That's where she's getting her content. This is one of the reasons I really wanted to get into doing sumo jerkies. I wanted to have something I could test on YouTube ads and I could test on Instagram ads. I could test all this shit because like content's great, but you can't really run an Oilers Nation ad campaign because the value of a reader in terms of like monetization is very low because they're not buying anything. It's just how many ads do they see when they're there? Do they come back? Right. It's like a very low, low value per reader, not like spiritually, but like, you know, monetizationally. Whereas a sumo jerky subscriber, you know, is worth several hundred dollars if they stick around. The average one sticks around for seven months. So it's actually worth spending money on Facebook and Google to try and get people to your site. And Especially you might, now. Christmas? Wow, that's just it. It's a, it's a seasonal thing, too, right? You, may, you not, might not believe this bag milk. Go ahead. In the middle of February or March, there's not necessarily the same impetus to buy a beef jerky subscription as there is in December. See, I like my jerky year-round. A Valentine's Day Did it come jerky? No. 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 We're a couple of months behind. Yeah, I think there's an inside what, job going on. No, I think here. what yeah. happened is I think I set it up for like six months. I think it just elapsed. What or what I think is that the squire, yeah, is stealing our jerky, just like he tried to walk away with the Windicott money from the trip to wow, Calgary. That Whoa. could be. It, oh. it, it's still coming to Wanya Manor. And that's why I think <laughs> I think what I might have done is uh, I might have uh, I might have let the subscription elapse. I'll look into it. What are you pointing down for? Ad time. Oh shit. Gotta pay them bills. Yeah, you know it. Back after this, real life podcast. Alberta is where you find hardworking hands. Where prairie grown rye meets mountain spring water. Where we pull dragons from the ground. And we choose Rig Hand Distillery. Vodka, whiskey, gin, and more. Rig Hand is made from Alberta grown ingredients, locally distilled and distributed. It's a bottle of Alberta. 
Ask for award-winning Righan in your liquor store and visit RighanDistillery.com. That doesn't sound like Josh or Yukon Jack. Who voiced that ad? No, that was like a that was like one of those movie theater guys. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I wish I had one of those deep voices. One day I'll hit puberty and maybe I'll get there. But that's like, a spirit. Never it, stop stopping. I'm believing, but just like in a world far away, mm-hmm. you're gone to Righan Distillery to get all your booze and you it's get as good. drunk as you like. This week on the Real Life Podcast. In a time where hamburgers eat people. <laughs> <laughs> There's like one guy who does all the movie trailers. Hey? Has to be. It's one dude. Like the very, maybe there's two, yeah. but it's like the let's get ready to rumble guy. Like it's just one voice and he's like ultra old and he has the studio set up at his house. I was reading this article one time and it's like, yeah, they just go to his house. They're like, here, read the new Avengers trailer. This guy's like half dead. He's like, the Avengers assembled. <laughs> and away they go. That's who you want to be. I love that dude to narrate, narrate my life. Yeah. Here's Bag Milk coming in the room. He Bagnall. has forgotten to wear underwear for the third time this month, despite a note on his mirror <laughs> saying, do not forget underwear. I love it, man. Back to Rigan, though. Do you know, Wanye, that the Oilers have been winning so much that I am almost out of brum? <laughs> for me, for me win casts? <laughs> You're drinking huh. one shot? Yeah, just pouring an ounce and a half. Straight shot glass. A little brumsky. Enjoy myself. Unbelievable. Hey. You know what that is? That's noise in Little Brick. You yeah, know what that means? It means stuff's happening in a Little Brick. It's good. That's good. Technically, good this podcast is noise inside Little Brick to them. It's and true. everybody else. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> Let's get back to Daddy Longneck. Go ahead. For a moment. Yes. Why did he... So this is a guy, if you're not familiar with Daddy Longneck, I feel bad for you. You're not watching critically as Western civilization declines into the toilet. He's like a, a, a dude with a real long neck. Long everything. Yeah, very there's skinny. Like, there's something going on. Yeah, what's going on? Doctor there? stuff. Yeah, he looks like Jack Skelton, but with skin on. <laughs> so he's like dancing and like having a long neck. And then he starts like doing work with other people who are famous. Like well, this goes Gucci to your thing. or whatever. The Gucci Berry. Gucci, Gucci Berry. And he's always with Supreme Patty now. Yeah. Yeah. And now Wide Neck's in the mix. Wide Neck. And it's like if we stick together okay. and constantly shout each other out. This is how meme lords blow up. Yeah. Right. This is how it works. I but, just love that they're all making rap songs, too. Well, this is now this is getting ridiculous. It's a fire <laughs> track. They've got a they got a jam out called I'm up next. Yeah. Next. Yeah. And there's the guy with the real thick neck that got arrested and yeah. went blew up because of his thick ass neck. And then he got arrested again. He shouldn't be around Daddy Longneck. Daddy Longneck's like 15 years old. He's a old. bad influence, man. He's a bad influence. Well, that's why I want to know how this stuff comes together. Like, OK, wide neck, you got arrested. You turned into a meme. Everybody was talking about you. You're on TMZ for a week straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, somehow he got linked with Daddy Longneck, and someone's like, "These two dudes should make a rap song yeah. together." They both and they're got both weird like, necks. "All right, let's do it." There's somebody involved that has a grand or two to throw at the problem. I love that the song is a minute fifty seconds because you can't go any longer than that. No, they had nothing. They just repeat the hook over and over again, which yeah. I'm a fan of. Yeah, great hook. Yeah, but you know, cut her short. Keep edit them down. Do you ever listen to Supreme Patty's raps? Yeah, he's terrible. Yeah. I don't, actually, terrible. you know what? I don't understand Supreme Patty in the sense that why is he as popular as he is? Because all the videos he makes are super dumb. But obviously, the kids are into it. Buddy, I started watching Supreme Patty two, three years ago when he was a guy who would like put shampoo in a bong and do a hit. Yeah. And I was like, like, well, this doesn't look good. And now he's like buying his mom his a Corolla and shit. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. I don't get it. It's an interesting time to be alive because I think that like you can get whatever content you want. 
Mm-hmm. If you want to go online and look at cats all day long, you need to look no further than the internet. Where, you, where would you go to look at cats all oh, day? Oh, you can really go to anywhere, I suppose. I love <laughs> now post.me. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you can you can look at guys with long necks dancing around. Like we used to go to the circus. And we used to go see the guy. <laughs> well, we would though, right? We now would. it's Instagram. We would. We would. We used to go to the circus when the guy came to town who could swallow a sword or when the lady who had the beard came to town. We'd all look and be like, ah, that's crazy. And now that human psyche need for like spectacle is being given to us online. But now the guy with the long neck has like a bigger audience, like 30 times the audience of the Edmonton Journal because our priorities are all whack. Yep. Well, I thought it was interesting that people used to get super upset and aggro about uh, reality stars becoming celebrities in their own right, like the Jersey Shore when that erupted and all these those guys turned into celebrities. But now it's almost instant. Yeah. If you show up on World Star, all of a sudden you got 200K on your Instagram and you're starting rap songs with Wide Neck and Supreme Patty showing up and you're pouring fries on people. Like The money that they're offering World Star to get on the feed must be massive. I wonder what that would be like. Do you have a guess? Oh, I couldn't imagine. But like World Star isn't just like looking at, They'll be looking for content that they think will explode. But like when you see those bikini models on World Star, yeah, see those? We're just yeah, like, yeah. hey, check this babe out. I'm like, I don't know what she's yeah. selling. They always put the same girl up. I don't I forget her name, but it's the same shot every time. Hottie Boom Thotty. Can we say that in 2018, Bag Milk? Bundles of Britney. Sure. She goes on there a lot. Yeah, Black World Star. Boy. That's where I get most of my that's how I keep up to date with the kids, Jay. Yeah. Huh. I've got like I, so I do a few things online to entertain myself, telling celebrities to come to Brazil. <laughs> I do that, and occasionally someone from the nation will see me doing it and will like like it or DM and be like, "Why are you telling Christina Aguilera to come to Brazil?" I'm like, ah, I don't know, I'm bored. Uh, I'll do that, or I'll go look at people on like crappy rappers pages that are hyping their own careers, and then I'll follow them. Like, hey, man, I'm a 14-year-old trying to make it. I'm like, sounds good to me, buddy. Follow him and then like see him in my feed for a few weeks and I give him a chance and then occasionally people blow up. That's how I found Supreme Patty. Supreme Patty probably had 25, 30,000 followers. I was just scrolling till my eyes bled as you do. I was like, what's this guy up to? I always crack up when I'm just cruising Instagram and I see you comment something stupid on something or Jay does. My big thing right now is commenting on Garth Brooks's posts (laughs) because his social media is so out there. That guy is so rich and famous that he's trying to be a normal person, but it's not quite coming off right. Oh, it's the best. Like, what's he doing? He's got like, when he's ending off a video, he does like awkward waves to the camera and stuff. And he doesn't know where to look. He's kind of shuffling. Uh Oh, it's the best. Garth is just, God bless him. He's a hell of an entertainer. I went and saw him with his magical run of 15 straight shows or whatever it was at Rogers Place. He got his number in the banner. Great time. But man, his social media is hilarious. I feel like Garth Brooks marrying Trisha Yearwood was like the best thing that ever happened to both of them. (laughs) Well, because he was married. Yeah. And then they went on tour together. Oh, yeah. And they cheated on his wife uh-huh. with her. And, and they, got they got together and, and celebrated. And like all the crazy Garth Brooks just went away. Like Chris Gaines <laughs> was Chris never Gaines, heard yeah. from again. Right. <laughs> and like Trisha Yearwood is every bit the songstress that Garth Brooks yep. is. And she's every bit the touring star that Garth is. But she seems like she just keeps it really, really, really real. And Garth Brooks is just like, hmm, what do you say I gained 60 pounds and I only do what I want? Yep. She's like, okay, Garth, we have all the same management. And kills it. I loved when I went to their concert. Like, this is just a dumb thing that I laughed at. But when she was going to do her big song, How Do I Live Without You or whatever, she says, you guys might remember this from Con Air. And I'm like, 
Con Air. Fuck, that came out like 20 years ago. And it did. And everybody went nuts. And I loved it. And it's just going back to their social media because they're in a lot together in Garth Brooks's social media. And he's always doing this. Hashtag Mr. Yearwood. Hashtag Mrs. Brooks. Like the whole thing. It's the best. Those two are just a They love each other. Oh, they love each other. But they're just like, we're normal too. See? Somebody go and get me a (laughs) gallon of coconut caviar. Yeah, it would be like, how much does that cost, Garth? I don't know. Like a bottle of water is like 10 grand, right? (laughs) (laughs) Trisha, I found a store where they sell fruits and vegetables. You can go in, (laughs) buy whatever you need. Whatever you want. Any snack you like, they sell it at the local (laughs) corner mart. Another big thing that we're up to that I love the continuous that it hasn't dropped off commenting on Hunter's Hunter's Instagram. Never will I stop. Oh, he's the best. I just don't understand. Like the other day I I tagged him in a video (laughs) and like, you know... One thing Gary Vee says, I think, is like makes a very good point is he's like, if you want to do a good job on social media, you have to engage. Right. And I think like you see OG celebrities who are like, I'm going to talk to people, but I'm not going to talk back to people. You know what I mean? So someone's like in your comments, like, hey, what's going on with such and such? They never answer. Yeah. Like Hunter never answering to me, although Hunter's a genius. I don't know if Hunter in the suit is who does Hunter social either. I can see it being two different people. Right. I met a person recently that met. Real Hunter. Unboxed Hunter. Interesting. Unboxed Hunter. Yeah. And? Now you just said he's a really great guy. Yeah. And you know what? The interesting thing to me was that the story he told her was that he worked his way up from the minors just like a player. Like he was an AHL mascot and then he kind of moved around before ending up here as Hunter. Amazing. Those dudes grind. Amazing. It was his idea, wasn't it? Something like that. Hunter was his idea. Really? Yep. If you're, I respect people like that so much. You're like, you know what the move is? <laughs> I don't know what. I'm going to become a professional mascot. <laughs> okay, daddy long neck, whatever you say. Next thing you know, he's doing it. Yeah. You can tell he puts an extra level of zip into what he's doing. What do you think about Terry Jones saying he should be fired because he can't drum properly? Terry, <laughs> I respect <laughs> your career and your breadth of work. And it makes you immune to criticism from a clown like me. But really, Terry... Really? The mascot with the drum is the problem? Well, and you've said it before. I was at the game against Calgary on Sunday. I was at the Philly game on Friday. Oh, you're on fire. I'm on fire, buddy. And I'm going again next week to Vancouver. However, the kids love Hunter. They love Hunter. That's who it's for. It's not for you, Terry. No, man. The little girl that ran over to him at the stairwell and he took a picture with her and she was so excited. That's who Hunter's for. Yes. Absolutely. I thought Hunter was kind of silly and scary. Until oh, he's I super scary. My little nephew there, and all he cared about was Hunter and Connor. And in his mind, I think they're like interchangeable. Like <laughs> Connor could be running up and down the aisle, and Hunter could be on the ice, and my three year old nephew would be like, This is normal, <laughs> right? Like he doesn't really get it. But no, I think I think Hunter's great. Calm down, Terry. Good God. Yeah, come on. Have some fun, man. Did you ever tell you the story about the one time I got to go into the press box at Rogers or Rexall? When I was no, eighteen. Go ahead. So I went, I go to U of A, I go, I'm, I'm going to write the gateway. I decide to myself, it's time to expand my horizons. Got wrote one article, got fired ironically by Rosenhart. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Rosenhart was my editor. It was like, you don't have what it takes. And I was like, whatever, Rosenhart, I'll see you in three short years. But, uh, they're like, you get to go to a game and you get to sit in the press box. And I was like, it's preseason. Like, this is unbelievable. I'm 19 or 18. It's the most exciting thing that ever happened to me. I didn't realize because they just let me up there by myself sure. that there was like a pecking order to who sat where. And I sat in Terry Jones's seat because it was looked right comfortable and it was sure. near a popcorn machine. And I'm not trying to make a fat joke. It was right near the popcorn machine. I'm like, this looks like a nice place to watch a hockey game with my fellow media types. 
And Terry Jones came over and just goes, out. So I was like, <laughs> yep. And then I went and sat all the way around the corner by myself with the guy who worked the spotlights. <laughs> Terry Jones hasn't changed. That was bloody 30 years ago, 20 years ago. I got up there once, but that was Carnival of Champions days. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. Mary Tchaikovsky gave me a tour of the press box. Polish Prince. Fucking right. That's he hot. was just wandering down. I was the last tour of the day. Me and my buddy were wandering up. He's wandering down. He's like, oh, you guys want to tour the press box? Come on up. Made me a, uh, I got to enjoy a little bit of popcorn. Yeah. Fountain drink. Yeah. I went the all the flavors as you do when you're about seven. Of course. Yeah. Mud water. water. Swamp water. Yeah, Swamp yeah, water. Yeah, yeah. Polish Prince. Guy's a saint. Isabella Skork Poopa. Was that his missus? The Bond girl. Oh, Mary's Tchaikovsky, the Polish prince, right. was dating a Bond yes. girl, and yeah, she yeah. came to a game. And I remember I was like, I don't know how old you would have been in those days, mid-90s, very young, 12, 11, at the game. And like seeing a lady that in my brain, I was like, well, that lady shouldn't be here. <laughs> she should be in a magazine. <laughs> and she was walking down the concourse, and like people had no idea who she was, but she was just like the daddy long neck of beauties. <laughs> I remember having the same thought, seeing, I don't remember who... Peter Nedved was with at the time, but she was a Sports Illustrated model. Yeah, and I had the swimsuit edition, as you did back when uh-huh. you were a young man, hidden behind your bed frame. This is prime. You can't wear sweatpants era. And I remember seeing her <laughs> on TV, looking down at the magazine, back at the TV, and going, "Oh my God, she's in the same city." That's all it takes, you know. Store that one up in the old brain bank. Absolutely, <laughs> brain bank indeed. <laughs> brain bank indeed. Jared, how much longer do we have? How crazy can we start talking? Anytime. Like you want to shut her down? Whenever, whatever you guys want to talk about, man. Well, how much time's left on the we clock? Got, uh, 30 seconds. Oh, shit. Well, then we're <laughs> talking about nothing. Bag milk. You know what I want to talk about? What's that? I'm going to end this things off by shouting out the guy who won a trip to Winnipeg on The Price is Right and turning it down. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, I was in the uh, showcase showdown. Oh, Turns that's... out he got a winter getaway to Winnipeg, was part of it, and he's like, you know what? Not for me. He's a heat because he knew it was a scam. Well, yeah. how are you gonna get? How are you gonna fly in there? First of exactly. all, he's scared of parachuting. That's not an option. Four-hour bus ride from North Dakota crossing the border twice—that's just ridiculous. Not gonna do that. So, shout out to the man who refused to go to Winnipeg after winning a trip on The Price Is Right. How's Real that? Life Podcast. See you next week, kids. Go Bulldogs. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.